four, three, two, and we are rolling. Hey, Adam, do you know that you can now listen to our podcast on Alexa? You're kidding. Nah, dude, for real. Want to check it out? (laughs) Tommy, go ahead and ask her. Alexa, what are the Legion of Listeners listening to on their favorite DSPs? Legion of Listeners, really? Alexa, just answer the question, please. Okay, if you insist. They are listening to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast, now also available on your Alexa device. You see, dude, I told you. (laughs) Wait, don't get too excited. It's the podcast that. No one knows how to do the math. The podcast where facts are sketchy at best. They say they're in the zone because they don't know the real answer. Where they say, play it off and play it loud, but play it. And the podcast that begs people to do their so-called guest intros like this one. They tricked me into doing. If I were you, I log off right now. You're better off with the coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's messed up yet. Welcome, welcome to the Tommy and Adam Hard Today Podcast, episode number 22. And that voice that you just heard is that of El Gran Tommy Martinez. You know, Adam, even at the distance, in this period of social distancing and quarantine, when I hear the Gran, my spirits are uplifted. Thank you, sir. And that I'm glad I can make you feel better. I just feel like a million bucks right now. And that voice you just heard introducing me is my friend, rock and roll brother, and the humblest guy that I know on planet Earth, Mr. Adam Tate. What's going on, Adam? Hello from quite a distance. Are you doing well, Tommy? Uh, dude, I, first I was I wasn't doing that well. Then you said El no. Gran, and I remembered how El Gran I was. Focused. I was back, jumped right back in, and you know and. You know how it is. Before we started the show, Jeremy gave me his instructions, which is Jeremy, Big Bubba, the producer, Jay Martinez. What's going on, Jay? Hello, hello, the one and only. Here to, uh, you know, comelo lo culo aquí. Oh, whoa. That wasn't good. <laughs> Ooh. He, did, he actually did that before we started. But no, uh, I think this is a remote podcast. Which is this one? I've already lost track of these. It's the fourth one. It's got to be four or five, right? It's the fourth. Yeah, I think it's the fourth. We're on we're on remote podcast mm-hmm. number four. And we're so remote right now that with us tonight, we also have the Q-Man himself, Quincy hey. W, at, straight out of L.A. What's going on, Q? Hey, man. How's it going, man? It's good to be here. How you doing, um, Tommy? Oh, dude, I'm doing really good. Hey, thanks for joining us from Hollywood, man. Of course, man. Of course. You know, I had to represent for my man, Tommy, all day, every day. Thank you. It's, you know, my, it's my favorite guest so far because this guy hasn't, this guy doesn't know what he's walking into quite yet. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't. I and I appreciate that. <laughs> what do you think about that, Adam? We got a guest. Tommy, how did you pull this off in this time of social? 
I guess now is the time where we can get people from all these far off reaches, places around the world. Just we have to get them through the internet. Tommy, well, how did you pull this off? I, I don't want to give out too much. Obviously, he's calling from Los Angeles, California. Well, he's not right. calling. He's he's actually on the Zencaster. What is it? Zen or what? Yeah, the Zencaster is what this is called. And uh, he's out there, beautiful West Coast right now. I don't know if you want to call it beautiful West Coast right now, because I believe they're also uh, social distancing out there. So, you know, Q could probably maybe uh, fill us in a little bit on that. But for right now, he's going to be on this special section, a special segment that we have for this show to uh, to uh, introduce to the Legion of Listeners this awesome uh segment that you know Q's gonna be uh doing the honors for us of the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast available on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and Adam, where else are we available now, man? I just learned that we're now available on Alexa. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your wife must hate you playing things through the Alexa all the time, all day long, right? I episode got it. one through episode 21. No, one and two are disappeared. Those are gone. Nobody knows where those are. It's no, two, two is one of my favorites. Two through 21st. And hey, check this out. Not only do I play it on the Alexa, I also download it on my TV, the Spotify app. <laughs> oh you got mom you got mom driving drive you got her driving up the wall man you're driving mom up the, up the wall there i think the most it's everywhere she turns she can't escape it we're under a stay-at-home order and everywhere she turns in her home is the sound of the tommy and adam hard to name podcast blaring in her face she wakes up it's there she goes to sleep it's there she's in the kitchen it's there <laughs> You didn't want to see her when when I produced the the intro with the Alexa segment. You did not want to see her. The baby was here. Just put it that way. <laughs> wow, Woo, man! I thought she was gonna kick. I thought she was gonna. That really, she was gonna expose me to the coronavirus outside. I think she had enough that day. I, I think the most genius idea, though. I mean, this was Jeremy's idea to do this podcast. But the most genius idea is that Jeremy's on it. So if Jeremy's on the podcast, oh. guess what? Hello, it's her. That's a cushion. Son. That's a buffer. Of course. Oh, exactly. Genius. 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 Oh, that's perfect. It, you know, I would have never, you know, never in a thousand you years. Didn't, now, don't say you planned that because you didn't plan no, that. This is just no, an ancillary that, benefit that's what that I was came say. about. That's what I was going to say. It was, I would never in a thousand years would have thought about that. Actually, if I actually, to be honest with you, Jan, I don't want to hurt your feelings or nothing like that. But if I would have came up with this, <laughs> if I if I would have came up with this great idea, I, I would have never, I would have never, you know, thought of bringing you into the podcast. Never. I didn't know you knew how to do this. No hard feelings, Dad. You paid for my school the first two years of my college, and this is what I studied. <laughs> Father of the year, you are. I love it. This is your investment at work right now. Yeah, honestly. My question is crazy. My question always was, did you pass? What did I, I could be learning kung fu or something and you just would be like okay, I didn't I didn't want to read, I, didn't, I didn't want to pay for another, you know, why would I want to, you know, pay for that class all over again? The thing was he was passing and right now, you know, we're uh, we're enjoying the fruits of uh, of my labor since I paid for it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Fantastic. You got any, you got any kids, Q? 
Yeah, yeah, I got a daughter. All she's, right, um, how old is she, man? She's two. She's about to be three, May seventeenth, and she's oh, a night wow. girl. Yeah. Oh, wow. nice. A week before. That's a week before my birthday. Q. That's oh, really? Cool. Yep. When's your birthday? The twenty fourth. Mm-hmm. May twenty fourth. During that time. Yeah, I know. I noticed that as well. Well, she's speaking uh, pretty good. She, she she's Honestly, saying a lot of words. Uh, she's um she's kind of delayed with that, but she's like picking up on it, like picking up on words and trying to put sentences together and everything. Oh, well, that's good. She understands everything perfectly. It's just like yeah, talking is kind of difficult. So we're trying to work on that, doing speech therapy and all. This. I don't know if it's necessary, but you know, my wife. Yeah, yeah. Why not? She's like, oh my gosh, she's so delayed. Every all these other kids know their ABCs, and she panics. And she's like, we gotta have like, uh, you know, somebody come in and help her, help her, help her learn how to speak better and everything. I'm just like, she's only two right now. Like, just relax. She's gonna pick up on it quick. And she'll get there. She'll get there. Well, you, before you know, it, she'll start saying uh, "rock and roll" and "crash and burn." And when you, before you listen to podcasts, you'll catch up on that. And speaking about this podcast, guess what time it is, Mister Adam Tate, Jeremy Martinez, and Q Man. What time is it? It is time for the admin admin announcement of the contest we are running. Attention, podcast friends. Does constant talk of the coronavirus have you down? Well... The Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast has got the wood to make you feel good. Superfan and woodworker extraordinaire Sammy Rodriguez has offered one of his handcrafted masterpieces to a lucky Tommy and Adam hard-to-name podcast listener. He's offered us a convenient, functional, and one-of-a-kind cell phone stand crafted in his own Kentucky workshop. Who wouldn't want a badass handmade cell phone stand autographed by your favorite podcast team? Just go to Apple iTunes or Google Play and rate and review the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast. Email the guys at TommyInAdamPod at gmail.com when you're done and you're entered to win the contest. Thank you, Sammy. And thank you, listeners. And oh yeah, wash your f- hands. That's the promo, 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 The Wood That Makes You Feel Good contest is open to residents of the continental USA, Puerto Rico, Hawaii, Alaska, and two U.S. Armed Forces Service members stationed overseas with APO addresses. In short, it's open anywhere the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast and its contest sponsor can send this cool thing fairly cheap through the United States Postal Service. We're not for Amazon. It's free, damn it. Also, this podcast and its sole sponsor, who was extremely cool to lend his talent for free, are not responsible for anything. FYI, we're all broke, so it'll be useless to sue us. In addition, if a family member or a friend wins this thing, don't be pissed. It's who feels sorry for us and mainly listen to this podcast, or will make them feel guilty. Finally, if this contest upsets you in any way, get counseling. You may have some underlying issues. The wood that makes you feel good. Yes. Hey, Adam, Contest did you, underway. Did you did you get a chance to see 
this wonderful piece of art. I think I posted it yesterday to my Facebook. You did send some images out and they looked fantastic. We got some glamour shots of a, a cell phone cradled so lovingly in this cell phone stand. It looked fabulous. Jay, did you get a chance to see it? Yeah, I saw it yesterday. Uh, Victoria really likes it. That, but I told her you can't win. Of, <laughs> that's a stamp of approval right there. If Victoria yeah, liked it, you know, we're good. I tell you what, man, again, a great shout out to a super fan, uh, Sammy Rodriguez, for taking the time and uh, crafting this wonderful. Uh, uh, masterpiece. I'm going to call it a masterpiece. And it's also going to be autographed, which is super cool. I think he's going to get it out to us this week. Uh, or the, Oh, and by the way, special announcement too. He, uh, he will be uh, a guest on our show next week. Fantastic. So, yep, he's gonna, we're going to get a chance to talk to him, see how he's doing during this time of social distancing. Again, the wood that makes you feel good. And, Adam, what do they have to do to uh, get their hat, uh, get their uh, name in the hat for this contest? Well, if you go on uh, – if you're on uh, Apple iTunes or Google Play, you can go on there and rate and review us. And then when you're done rating and reviewing us, send us an email at TommyInAdamPod at gmail.com. Tell us that you did it. Tell us how many stars you gave us, and you're in. Yeah, we have already gotten uh, a few emails. So. Ah, what? Oh, oh, love it. Yeah, get so in, get in, hurry. You want to make sure you get in there fast because that inbox and inbox is uh, is a flooding. Woo, man, Fantastic. that is some, that's some great news. Wow. Yeah. Woo. Well, you're filling up our DMs. Let me calm down again. This is this is a super professional contest, Q man. Just to let you know right now, this was this was handled by uh, our, our uh, advertising department, our marketing department. I mean, you name it, they were they they were all involved. We, we got a full enterprise going here, Q. Let me just tell you. Okay, it's, it's LLC, it's, INC, anything. You know I mean that's what we are. Over I, here. I know that you're used to these huge uh, production companies and all the state of the art stuff out there in LA. You know, but here, just to let you know, in Kansas, we got it going on too, man. You, I'm sure you could. You you already noticed all this going on. And by the way, I screwed up the intro that I called an admin announcement. I just wanted to call it our our contest ad. So. Let me uh, correct myself. I think I screwed that up. Introducing the content. That's all right. You know. Also, you were uh, you were in the zone. I was in the zone. I was in the zone. Hey, check it out. Also, uh, since we are available on your Alexa now, <laughs> it's just like googling. All you have to tell Alexa is Alexa, play the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast. And uh, I don't. I don't think you can rate on Alexa. Can you rate on Alexa, Adam? I don't know. I don't think so. Just say, hey, Alexa, give Tommy and Adam five stars. See see what happens. Well, you heard how she was answering back to me at the beginning. She's going to say no. She got a little bit of attitude with you. I think she told us we were better off with the coronavirus. That was was cruel. That's Jeff Bezos. (laughs) That's bad. Oh, man. Not what we ever wanted to hear. So now, you know, it's, it's, we're on Spotify, on Google Play, on uh, Apple iTunes, and we're also available on the Alexa, uh, what do you call it? It's not the app, it's the Alexa device, no? Or is it the Alexa? 
Anyway, we're I think on- it's just Alexa, yeah. Amazon Alexa. We're on Alexa. That's all that matters. So yeah, but that's where we're at. Well, you know, gentlemen, uh, today is April the 18th of 2020, Saturday morning. Man, we got a freeze this week out here in Kansas. How are you guys doing out there in LA there, Q? It's nice, man. I can't complain. I mean, it's always it's always pretty warm out here. The streets are kind of deserted, you know, but it's it's, it's pretty nice. You know, I'm always expecting an earthquake to happen. But other than Jesus, that, that's scary. Always pretty all right. You know, the weather is always nice out here. You know, gas prices is going down because like around this time last year it was four dollars a gallon. So it's pretty bad. That's pretty cool. Wow. You got you got grass prices are down. You really can't go nowhere. That's you know that that's the yeah, sad it's part. Really, I think. It's about it, but, you know, do you think they're hoarding gas out. out there? By do you think anybody has is hoarding gas out there just because they have to be? It, it has to be so strange. Is it maybe it's what is usually like four or five bucks a gallon out there, right? Mm-hmm. So while here it was one. Go ahead. What is it out there right now? It's like one something. Uh, one thirty three. I saw. Yeah, there you go, right there. Something like that. 33. That's pretty good. It's like two something out here. Just giving it away. But it's better than what it basically is. You know, everything out here is expensive all the time. Yeah, you know, it has to be freaky to to see the the freeway moving. What do you mean? The, the freeway. Yeah, nobody's the, on the road. There's no traffic. Nobody's so. on the oh. road, you know, because the traffic is so crazy there. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 probably how it looks like in New York, because New York is like a ghost town. And I just traveled to New York not too long ago. And it's like, if you've ever seen that movie, I Am Legend with Will Smith, it's, yeah. it's, like, <laughs> it's kind of terrifying to see downtown Manhattan look like that. Because normally when I'm down there, it's like, you know, it's it's super... It's it's like shoulder to shoulder traffic, you know. It's like being if you ever been to China, that's how it's like to be. You know, I'm not trying to reference China in the Corona era, but it's like it's like that's what it feels like, you know. It's, it's shoulder to shoulder, but now you go into New York and it's just it's just completely empty. I mean, Times Square is just like dead, ghost town. Just I don't F- know where. Just- go ahead, just FYI, so everybody know uh, Q is a New York native. That's why you know he's a. Uh... You know, he's out there in L.A. right now, but he's a New York, he's a New York native. But, yeah, no, nobody's trying to go to China right now. I, I think, uh, you know, that's a, that's a question where, like, why the hell would you want to? I mean, I get it that there's a lot of business out there and that mm-hmm. piece of it. But a lot of people go for tourism and all kinds of other stuff. It's like, what would I want to do? Those people are communist. You know, geez. Well, you, in, in the U.S., you can't hardly find a good bat. You know, to eat. Oh <laughs> so you got to go to these markets. They have they have the best bat that I've ever had was in China. Uh, the stuff you get here, it's it's all it's too gamey. It's too yeah. It's too it's too like you have to go and hunt them. You have to go find your own cave and hunt them. They bring them right to the market. So yeah, if you're, if you're going for bat, it's definitely China where you want to. I didn't even know what a wet market was. I thought it was like you know, a wet market is like out there in Seattle. It's always raining, and there's that they had that fish market, and you yeah. know, rain is pouring on it, and I just don't know anyway. Right. So, yeah, but t- today, like, go ahead, man. Is the wet market like one of those places like they kill the animal right in front of you and they cook it for you and everything? Go ahead, Adam. You you evidently th- know. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. You can get all sorts of exotic animals. Anything that's running around, they bring to this market, and yes, yeah, you can just go there. I don't know if they cook it for you, but they do have them in like in cages, and then they kill them, 
and mm-hmm. they can give it to you and they can go home and make your bat soup or whatever. That's gruesome. Yeah. And then they if just go not, to the street. I mean, they have kind of, they do have wet market markets in Chinatown in New York, right? I mean, I, I that's what I've heard. <laughs> I, don't, we, I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't, I don't I, think I, it's I, like I, I've, I've been to a few head. Chinatowns, but I've never you seen anything don't think like it's, that. You don't think it's that out of control? No, uh, I go to Chinatown all the time. It's, it's, the way that I read how it's described in China, it's just like there's like like they'll kill creature. I, I, I could be wrong, but they'll kill the animal, and then the carcasses will just be piling up in places, and it'll just like turn into like it's pretty, it's pretty gross. Yeah, it'll just get gross, and that's basically how it all started, you know. Because you the, can you can but you can be wrong on our show. Remember what Alexa said at the beginning? That was kind of our disclaimer. You know, the, the the show where the podcast where the facts are sketchy at best. So you're good. You're but fine. You're in the zone. You're, you're, you're in, the zone. in the zone. Yeah. You know, if, if if they put it out that way, that it came out of this wet market in Wuhan, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That's, you know, that, that's what I had to say about that. You know, but then it, it, it's, what are you going to do? I mean, it, it is what it is right now. At the end of the day, will we, will we all know really the truth or how this started? I highly doubt that. I highly doubt that. Anyway, going back into the today is, today is National Record Store Day. Nice. And I don't think a record store is essential, so none of them are open. Doesn't that suck? <laughs> I don't think so. doesn't, no. doesn't that suck? No, but for today's National Record uh, Store Day, uh, they, they included the online shopping slash digital music also. And the way this is going to work is, uh, like all the national days are, you hashtag, you know, I bought this record or I bought this song and, you know, let the world know that you supported some record store that has a catalog online. So, but I, I think you would include like iTunes or Google Play or anything like that. I don't know. You're supposed to be helping the little guy, the little mom yeah. and pop record that's, store. That's and what I we're going to go on Apple and we're going to buy a bunch of music on Apple. That I mean, that, really but I'm just the telling same you, purpose. but that's, that's how I read it this morning. Cause this time I actually read what it was about. So, and it's again, celebrating that whole, uh, and, and reminiscing back when you could buy a record, you would go to an actual store and were able to buy a record. You ever, you did how, I mean, you don't look less old as, as Adam and me there Q. Did you get mm-hmm. to go to your local record store in New York? I'm not going to lie. I haven't bought a CD in probably a decade. So, so there you go. It's a, there's a CD right there. And CDs were part of the record store because you would go and you would fumble through them. And they were in those long, they were in those long, long what is it? Yeah. Those, uh, the those CDs. tall boxes. Yeah. yeah. The, the CDs used to, like, why, why did they have this? So nobody would steal them, I think. Because they, they still had record shelves and you couldn't just throw a CD down on the bottom of the shelf. You had to that put was it? it? You, had to, you had to prop it up on that box. Wow. I didn't know that. I know that there were CD clubs where you would buy one and you would get nine for free or something oh. like that. And that, that was a mail order one. Say again. Those are scams. No, but I'm just saying. Scams. <laughs> just saying. That's what they used to have. But uh, uh, I mean, I still remember going to the record store and fiddle faddling through. It's just like you go down to the flea markets. That's where you could actually uh see a lot of vinyl you know obviously it's going to be a bunch of crap i live out here in kansas so you have a lot of that uh that old yippee-ki-yay stuff out there you know with with the people with the suits and the cowboy hats and all that there's a lot of those records out there in the in the flea markets 
But uh, and and I think here in town there's a few uh, or maybe one. Uh, uh, they have uh, one down there in the Delano district off Douglas. It's called Spectrum Music. I used to go there um, whenever I was into collecting some some LPs. Yeah, Jeremy got a record player. What? Sure do. Are you guys talking about records like the big black disc, or are you talking yeah, about yeah. vinyl? Yeah, yeah vinyl record time yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yep, I got a whole crate of uh, vinyl records in my living room. What's your number one album that you would throw on? I don't know. No idea. Don't know. There's a lot in there. I mean, there's like Victoria and I collected like um, quite a bit whenever. I mean, because they still put out like, um, depending on the artist, they'll put out vinyl records for new albums still because it's now like a hipster kind of collectors kind of deal now um so we got some new records in there i know nirvana is in there for sure and we got nirvana never mind it's never mind it's the boy yeah. it's the little boy you know exposing his penis one yeah right. yeah right. um and yeah the selena is in there for victoria so so you got some jay-z in there not selena not selena gomez either that's Selena Gomez. That's right. I still have. I got my favorite vinyl. I have it upstairs. I have the Kiss Destroyer. Yeah, you got that in Beacon, right? Uh, I think so. I did, and I got lucky enough that it had still the fan club uh, application inside of it. Fantastic. It was a so reissue, though, right? Buy? No, no, no. This is that's the original record. Wow. So yeah, that's damn. I, I just I, I love How much it. Did you pay I, for I, it? I, I think I paid like five bucks for it. That's crazy. It was at the I remember at, you, at the Flea you made that little joke and you were trying to put the record in the CD player. What do you mean a little that? joke? I thought that was pretty funny. It wasn't a little joke, it's a big joke. No, no, I definitely <laughs> cried laughing. <laughs> is this well, today vinyl? Vinyl is better that, like it sounds better, like the sound quality of no. it. Nah, it's just it's like a like a nostalgic kind of thing, I guess. I mean, it's not. It sounds like shit, to be honest, compared to what we have now. Everything, right? And yeah, record snobs, I think, say that it has like a warmer sound to it or something. Yeah, but it's just a bunch of bull. Yeah. Yep, I would say so too. You know, records was the records were for the for the for the uh, for the crate draggers when they used to. Whoop whoop do the scratch Araski. You know, with, with the whip whip Jam Master Jane and all that. Right. Jane? The what? Jam Master Jane. Jam Master Jane. Yeah, that's what that was. Jam Master Jay. That was yeah. You said Jane. That's why I said Jay. Oh Jay. Jay. I said Jam Master Jay. No, what it is, I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, with DJ Cool Herc, Chicka 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 and all those guys. I know about that too. Good. So that's what? you know those those were those were the guys that always with the with uh, I think those were that was the last of the uh, now when they scratch I think they use the uh, like a fake little uh, what is it like it, it was the guitar hero I think it's DJ it's a Serato it's a Serato it's, what's it called Jay Serato the program's called Serato that's not true hip hop that's all I got to say about that, that if well, I was a hip hop fan I'd be I'd be offended by that yeah <laughs> but I'm not. <laughs> anyway, right. today in 1989, today in history. Speaking of China, 
Oh no, more China yes. news? Today in 1989, this is this is not me. This was history.com. I'm just saying. Okay. It has nothing that you know, I have nothing against, you know, China or anything. I may have something against Chinese. Yeah, maybe you do. Baby Chinese communism, but nothing against the people. Uh, you know, that's just the okay. way it is. Says thousands okay. of Chinese students, okay, continue to take the streets in Beijing to protest government policies and issue a call for greater democracy in the Communist People's Republic of China, the PRC. Do you remember what that was? You remember there's a picture that was associated with the, the, the Tiananmen the Square, table, right? The Tiananmen Square, that's right. And, and it had like that one guy who was standing out there in front of the tank, right? The tank one was going to roll on right. these people, and there was one dude that was like standing there, kind of blocking the way. Well, right? that time, didn't, Mac, they, roll, that time didn't Mac, they roll that guy over? They, they murdered that dude, right? He got. They I don't. Know. I, don't I really I don't. Know. Can, I think the guy pressed the gas. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm pretty sure he died. Turn the guy into turn the guy into a wonton. God damn. That's pretty bad. The bro. I'm serious. Mark the time. Jay, mark the time so you can go back and uh, do some editing here. It's in 1989. The protests grew until the Chinese government ruthlessly, ruthlessly Chinese government suppressed yeah. them in June. In other words, you know, they were starting to get suppressed out of control. Now. That's right. Yeah. And what became what later became known as the Tiananmen, what did I call that? The Tiananmen Square Massacre. Oh, no. So, yep. So do we have what? do we have an official body count that happened or would they let that information come out? I think history.com says the numbers are really, uh, it's in the thousands. Wow. You know, the, the army was ordered to psh, stop this nonsense. We're a communist country. What the hell is this democracy crap you guys are talking about? I don't care. You guys are a bunch of students that don't know shit. Bam. There you go. Boom, 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 boom. Done. Oh, and squashed by tanks. Wow. That's how ruthless these guys were. I'm just saying. Yeah, for sure. No, I mean, you, you won't get you won't get my version on the History Channel, but that, I just gave you at least the audio of what happened. That's all. Uh, yeah, the, the Sparknote version for sure. Yeah. Wow. No doubt that happened back in 1989. Where was I? 1989. Let me see how old that was. You were. I was 24. Ah, 24. wait a minute. I just remembered. I was ready to get married. <laughs> I was four. Tiananmen Square is a landmark around your marriage. Oh, no, I, got married, I got married five months later, but I was in the zone to start getting ready. Oh, is what it was. Oh, oh, okay. Nine, that's why. Nine, that's why. That's why. That's why. Nineteen eighty nine was coming up in my head. I said, "Why? Why is he nineteen eighty nine coming? Boom, marriage." Wow. So I would have been a uh, what a sophomore in high school. You were what fourteen? Maybe a maybe a freshman in high school. You were fourteen. Uh, 89, no, 15. Wow. Yeah, 15. I stand corrected. Yeah. Older, older I fella. I mean, he would know his own age, so. Yeah. That's Good crazy. Lord. 1989, wow. that's, that kind of nonsense was going on. So if they were, if they were a communist country back then and they handled business like that, what do you think they're doing with this coronavirus right now? Do they have a lot of Shoot. democratic protests going on? 
Huh? Since since Tiananmen Square, I they had a lot of democratic that. protests going on. No, they do those kind of things to say, you know what the hell with that crap? What I they'll just they'll go ahead and play that on propaganda TV, you know, on the on the on the uh, Chairman Mao's uh, uh, greatest hits or something. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Chairman Mao still has control of the uh, all the television. Well, yeah, those people got some crazy technology. You never know. Might have to be. He might be cloned or something. God knows. Oh, well, you maybe. Know. You know, right? You know, kill him, kill him now. You know, that's that's how they handle it. All right, today in sports, nineteen ninety eight. Adam, Adam is the sports buff here. Uh, okay, okay. Q. All right, nineteen ninety eight. NFL draft. Okay. Who got uh, drafted well, hold, hold on. in 1998, Adam? Peyton Manning. Oh, you're a beast. You're a beast. Is that right? Yes, Jesus. you're right, man. You're oh, right. Yep, 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 yep. I'm actually Tennessee. He couldn't win any good big games in Tennessee, I think. But he was a tall dude whipping the ball around the field and, you, and is pretty, pretty attractive. Yep. Do you know what number he was in the NFL draft? Do you know what number pick one. he was? He was number one. Pick? Yeah, that's right. Are Absolutely. they the, are they the Tennessee Volunteers? Is what the University yeah. of Tennessee is? Yes, you're right. That's right. You're right. They, Why are they, they called could, the Volunteers? I never understood that. It probably has to do with uh, they volunteered for the uh, Civil War. They wanted to fight and that's what it was. Well, they volunteered. For, I don't know. They volunteered for the wrong thing. I'll tell you that much right now. Yeah. So they need they need to rename that team. I don't know if yep. that's right. Just saying. Just, yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, that happened in 1998. The NFL draft. Peyton Manning. You think he's gonna be? Is he a Hall of Famer already? I don't think he's been retired long enough to be in the Hall of Fame, but uh, he will. He will be definitely. It hasn't been. It hasn't been. What is? How many years you have to be uh, retired? To uh, five. It's five. I think so. Who votes you in? Is a sports writer, NFL sports writers, or something like that? I believe so. I think you're right on that one. I'm not sure. I know journalists, like everyone. Maybe maybe the other people that are in the Hall of Fame get a vote too, but I think it does come down to journalists. I think. I could be wrong on that. I. I'm probably in the zone. I don't know if I'm actually right on that one. But... You're good. You're good. That's yeah, I got I... one right. Woo! Thank God. So yeah, yeah. Finally, no, I'm. <laughs> you, well, got hey, you got a few. You got a few. You got a few. You got. This is not. This is this day in history in sports. This is not Trump Adam. Remember, so just FYI, you did good today. But I figured you would know this. You know, when I said NFL draft, the minute you sh- it would have hit you right there. You know, I was when I when I saw that when I was getting ready that today is. I said, wow. Peyton Manning, 1990, uh, 1998. And you would think, you know, when this guy with all this glory he has, and, and, and I don't know shit about football. I do know about like the major stars, you know, Tom right. Brady and Rosenberger and the other guys, you know, all these big, huge. Roethlisberger. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Gronsky. Okay. All those guys. Uh, Bronski. All right, Dad. Stop all your head. You got maybe, it. Maybe you don't know that much about the big I'm, stars. I'm in the zone. I know the other guy. I know Tom Brady. Yes. Everyone knows that hair guy. He's the only guy in sports that anybody's talking about. Yep. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. He's the only one that's moved. Left. Now, it's a big, huge deal. Six-time champion. Moved to a, a podunk team down in Tampa Bay. Really? Yeah. 
Oh, you know this. Oh, you didn't know that? No, he does not know that. He I does don't. not know. I didn't he, left, he left the Patriots. He's now when a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. When did, when did this happen? Like three month, weeks ago. month ago, maybe. Ah, dude, I was in social mm-hmm. confinement. I don't know anything about that. I, and ESPN. Is, you wouldn't know anyways. ESPN is playing things like from 1932. It's like. No, they spent, about, they spent about 10 days on that. They did? Because it was the only sports story. Yeah, it was the only sports story around. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, that I don't know. There's no baseball. Guess what? Uh, spring training is done. You know, that was it for me. You know, plus ah, the NBA. We're gonna go into the NBA finals. Guess what? There's yeah. not even there's not. Oh, I the last thing I think I knew about sports is when Kobe Bryant uh, was killed in that helicopter crash. Mm. Yeah, and I knew about it because I was sitting at the uh, at the hamburger joint out there, the Red Robin, and I said, "Oh, that's crazy." So, you know, but yeah, so that happened back in 1998 in sports. Now we're going to go into our theme here, Adam, this day in history, rock music history. Oh, good. Do you know, I'm I'm going to tell you something right now. Matter of fact, if you were 15, when, uh, in 89, the the Chinese government, uh, communist people's Republic of China, Mm-hmm. That means you were born this year. This is 1975. No, wait a minute. Four. No, I was born in 74. You were one year old when this happened. In 1975. Okay. Four. Four Bay City Rollers. Do you remember the Bay City Rollers? Not really. You Not really? Not no. even by reference? I, I know the name. But I, I don't. If you played a song, I could probably say, "Oh yeah, I know that song." But I, I don't know anything that they do. Anyway, nobody anyway, really, nobody what happened? Really, nobody really cares about the Bay City Rollers. This is the actual news. This is just why <laughs> they did it. They had this. It okay. was Saturday night. S A T U R D A Y. Oh yeah, 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 I yeah, know yeah. That song. And they were like, they had these little Elvis jumpsuits, and they were all, you know, do you know anything about the Bay City Rollers, Q? <laughs> I was born in 1984. Of course not. <laughs> you should be making up a band and I wouldn't even know right now. I've never heard of them. Yeah, that sounds fake as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, forget it, man. You, you know, I don't even, I'm not even going to bring you in on this one. Bay City Rollers, big deal. They were like the... Uh, they were like the... Uh, like the Backstreet Boys, but they actually had a music. They had instruments. Now, did they play them themselves? I have no idea. But at least that would have met to me the criteria of boy band. Let's just put it that way, because band would would constitute people who know how to play instruments or at least have an instrument in hand and can sing. If you'd see the and sing guys, and you would see the the. What did I? Who did I just mention? The Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys. And uh, the other guys, uh, seventy-four degrees, whatever their names were. Those guys can't be bands. Those guys were just ripoffs of the Temptations and stuff like that. And you know, that's to me, that's what it was. You know. Anyway. Okay. But these guys, the Basic Road, they were a huge deal. You know, everybody was losing their minds over these guys, and there was four fans. Four fans were taken to the hospital and 35 others required on-site treatment after they attempted to swim across a lake to meet their heroes. What? They swam across the lake to meet the Bay City Rollers? 
Yep. Huh? In, in England, by the way, the group was making an appearance on BBC Radio 1. That's a big show. I know you definitely know about BBC Radio 1. Sure, yeah. You know, and and and, uh, and it was, I think it was uh, something called a fun day in Mallory Park. I think Mallory Park is where BBC uh, uh, is located. I don't know because I've never been to England, so I haven't had that uh, that privilege. Just, but, just know, swimming across a lake. It wasn't like four, across the channel or something. Four. And 35 others evidently attempted it. Damn. Wow. And did these people die or what? Uh, the... The uh, they were taken to a hospital, so nobody really died. The other 35 were treated on site. Did so, they have like you, a hypothermia or something, I would imagine. So, well, it's it's April, I would call it still pretty chilly in, in England in April. I would say, yeah, hypothermia would be it, yeah. But it's the crazy things that people do as fans to get to their idols. I mean, I, you know, I'm a big music fan, yeah, I, you know, you know that. Adam, sure. you know, yeah. uh, Q, I, you, what little you know of me, I'm sure you know that. Or my son, forget it. He he grew up around me. He knows the deal. But, I mean, I wouldn't jump in a lake at, you know, at freezing temperatures to see anybody. That, yeah, I wouldn't either. That's just me. Not even it's, in your youth, in your wild and crazy youth. No, no, no. My youth is still your had favorite band in the world is just on the other side of this lake and he's all I got to do is swim across this and I'm going to be face to face with my heroes. You wouldn't, the you wouldn't son, have done that. The son of big Mike is not mm. a crazy man. And he wasn't a crazy kid either. Like to that level mm. that, that is idol. That's idol worship at another level to, you know, yeah, to, it's doing to, the most. to risk bodily harm. To get a glimpse of these guys. Now I'll tell you. Now I'll tell you the truth. The Bay City Rollers were dreamy guys. They were, you know, they were dreamy. Yeah, they were. uh, They were. uh, I would say. I I think Q and Q and me uh, are gonna get this uh, reference. Uh, They are uh, gauge dreamy. That's an inside joke. I'm going to explain it to you guys a little bit later. Okay. <laughs> Let's just put it this way. They were they were Bradley Cooper dreamy. You know, they, they, was that, they would create that kind of hysteria. They so, look like Hollywood stars, each one of them. Is yes, that what you're yes, saying? Yes, 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 wow. yes, yes, yes. Okay. And, they, and they had musical talent. They did. To create hits. They did, yeah. They, well, they were a hit-making machine. I don't know the whole story. The whole story. How many I, of these thirty-five people were ladies? I, I would, you know, if there's any dudes involved in that, ooh, I would have to question that. Yeah, I could. I don't know. We did. We. I'd have to. Uh, what do you call it? I'd have to research that a little bit deeper. But okay. thirty-five, and four that's gotta was make, That's got to make the Bay City Rollers feel pretty good, right? It's like, hey. <laughs> These people are trying to kill themselves to come see us. Yes, how awesome. It's fantastic. How, how awesome is that? Anyway, yeah. Okay, now let's just jump a little bit forward. In 1984, the year that Q was born. How's yep, that? Yep, yep. Fantastic. How do you like how do you like how I bring all these things together, Q? How how is your amazement level right now? I am amazed. I mean, I am amazed. <laughs> <laughs> what were the chances that I would bring something of the year of your birth? Huh? I'm you looking. Say- I'm actually looking at a picture of the Bay City Rollers right now, oh, wow. and they're they're pretty metrosexual looking. Like 
I thought, like, looking at the picture right now, that they were five females. But when I... Oh, wow. (laughs) They're ahead of their time. I would agree with your assessment of what I remember. (laughs) Good good deal. Now, now check this out. Let's go back to... Let's go to 1984 now. Michael Jackson. Yeah. Okay. The king of pop. All right. Yep. Underwent surgery in an LA hospital, probably close to where you're at right now, Q. Okay. To repair damage done after his hair caught fire during a filming of a Pepsi commercial. That I would believe in America is more famous than the Tiananmen Square picture from China. Absolutely. That is ingrained. That is ingrained in everybody's head. That was a big deal. Didn't Thriller come out just that previous year? And he was the biggest uh, thing in the whole world. And yep. and now he's in this Pepsi commercial. And they had a pyro thing happen, right? Yep. I think caught, you know caught his hair on fire. Was that what it was? Yep. I caught his hair on fire. You know what was on that commercial? I think. Uh, Carl, Carlton from uh, the Fresh Prince. Fresh of Prince? Hmm. Was he doing the dance? Uh, I believe so. No, not the Carlton dance. He was doing some kind of a dance. But it wasn't the uh, the the. Uh... Anyway, I have to go back and check my facts on that because I might be in the zone, but I may be way off on that. But I was just I just remember for that some reason. But Carlton was in in that might have been in that Pepsi commercial. If you know the answer to that, you can go ahead and send us an email to Tommy N Adam Pod at gmail.com. And while you're at it, go ahead and put your name in for the contest and go check us out on Spotify, Google Play. Apple iTunes and ask Alexa to play it on the Alexa device. <laughs> I got to plug myself in there always, man. That's just the way it goes. Anyway, uh, uh, that happened. You know, you know, I was thinking also what? if, if Michael Jackson would have been killed back then in that accident, let's say he would have died back in yeah. 1984, he would have been beautified like a saint. Is that how, is that it beautified? What what is it when they when when they when they put, they make somebody a saint, beatified, beautified, whatever that is, whatever word that is. Yeah, you're in the zone. I'm in the zone. He would have been yeah. beatified or whatever it is. If you know the answer to that one too, you could also send a, an email to Tommy and Adam Pod at gmail.com. Yeah, he would have been. I mean, he right now he would have been. Oh my God! I wish if Michael Jackson would have been alive, he would have been this. He would have been that. Da 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 da. Versus, uh, you know, a suspected child molester before he passed on to bigger and better things. He just lived too long. Is that what you're saying? I think so. Yeah. He he. Everybody everybody had known this little kid since he was what five or whatever with the Jackson Five. Yeah. Michael Jackson's legacy is tarnished, really. Not like, yeah. I don't think so. You don't think it is? No, nothing, no. All the allegations and the documentaries about it? Yeah, I don't think so. But Michael Jackson, I think people just, they still love him to this day. Of course. Of course. Look at, look, look at it this way. Look at, look at, uh, what's his name? The, uh, the other child molester that's on, that's in jail right now. Uh, uh, Q's child molester, R. Kelly. R. Kelly. Yeah, I mean, there's still people backing him up. Yeah, yeah but, but not as much. It's not on a Michael but it, Jackson. 
but but I'm just going. I'm just my my point is if they have people for this two bit guy, you can imagine what you know for Michael Jackson. Right now, there's probably right now somebody listening to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast available on your favorite DSP that are thinking, "Wow, I may not listen to the show ever again." But I'm going to go ahead and, and challenge you to continue listening to the show because <laughs> you may have your eyes opened. I'm just saying we're doing you a favor and talking about these things because this is the kind of conversation we have to have. Q, you're absolutely right. Is his legacy char- tarnished? Absolutely. No, nah, I don't think so. Absolutely. Oh. With people with common sense, yes. Not with the crazy it, people that would go ahead. No, and- I would even not, say, not, not I would even know. say, I would even say the casual fan with common sense just they say, "Well, he was off, and that's it. That it is. It is what it is." And listen, you let's can, keep pushing. You can go if ahead. If he came out with a tour right now, it would sell out. Even with all those dollars, it would sell. Out. If R. Kelly did that, no, people probably still be burning yeah. his CDs in the street. But Michael Jackson, the level of fame that he achieved, you you would have to have video of him doing the nasty to those children. For his career to be tarnished or his legacy to be tarnished, I would. And you also got to think, Dad. Michael Jackson. Whenever all that shit happened, that wasn't the internet age where you're guilty by court of public opinion. And if it was, then you didn't hear about it, and it wasn't as um, polarizing as it is today. With uh, what's his face? I forget his name. R. Kelly. So what? So what you guys are saying, Adam? Do you agree or disagree with with Q and with Jay? I think that uh, the public had a good strong 40-year relationship with Michael Jackson and it was a big imprint on all of their lives throughout all of that time and something that they don't want to separate from so they want to hold on to that music that was given to them but they might have the tarnishes in how they really see Michael Jackson the man you're and being he's a, he's a quality he's a quality entertainer the highest level of entertainer and I think, yes, if there was a tour with Michael Jackson right now, yes, it would sell out. No problem. I but personally, there's, a, there's an of, segment of society that has uh, refuted him and, uh, you know, tossed him aside. Okay, small, now, you, small. Now, you, now you three right now that I can see on my screen right now, right? What you're saying is there are some people that are stupid enough that can't separate Michael Jackson from his music. The artist from the art, and will never accept that there was a sit a slight hint that these allegations could have been true. I don't know if they won't accept it. They just don't give a shit. That's yeah. what you think. They don't. Yeah, I think I, I think they're able to separate it, the, separate the music. It's because R. Kelly, it's a little bit more cut and dry. Michael Jackson, it's hearsay, and he was he was technically nothing was done. The um, like in the court in the courts, I mean, nothing was done. The documentary came out and then, you know, the recent one with that with that was produced by Oprah or whatever. And then it came out. To, they came out to say, oh, well, maybe not all of it was true. So it's like there's a lot of gray area with that with that situation, whereas R. Kelly, there's like no denying it. Mm-hmm. And I think that with Michael, they, I mean, he's such a legend in so many people's eyes. I think they just say. Mm, nothing was really found out. Nothing. They didn't really find anything. It's kind of gray. Eh, whatever. I'm putting on Thriller. Okay, check this out. Go ahead. That's why. He's Go an ahead, easy man. target. 
Michael Jackson was just an easy target. He's dead. He had a terrible childhood, probably. He he, like you said, he started the music industry. He came into it when he was like five years old. He got thrust into this. Um, you got girls that are like three times his age trying to go to bed with him and everything. You know, he went from being five years old to twenty something years old. He had no childhood. So, I mean, I don't know. He relates to children. He'd rather be around children because. He didn't have that lifestyle. So, you know, that's probably where he found his peace, you know, hanging around kids and all that stuff. Not like he wanted to stick his penis in little kids' butts and everything. But Ew! it's just like, that's gross. That's, people, people, people. Now I got to think that. about that. They're like, they're like, people say, they're like, oh my gosh, Michael Jackson likes having kids funny, by the way. in his house. How can I take advantage of this? This guy doesn't defend himself. They're like, okay, he likes having kids in his house. Let's make, let's turn it into something. Let's try to, let's try to yank money out of this, you know? And, and Michael Jackson's like, oh my gosh, these people are telling people that I'm having sex with little kids. No, 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 this, this, I can't have this. No, pay them money, pay them money and make them disappear. And that's probably what he did, you know, which makes him look bad, but he's just like, I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to have this on my record. Just pay them money and make them disappear. And that's what he does. And then people see him as an easy target and they keep doing it. You keep hearing about Michael Jackson inviting people, inviting kids over to his house, letting them sleep on his bed and everything. And they're like, oh man, yeah, let's let's use that. Let's use that against him. Let's get some money out of this guy. So they probably here's, could. Easy target. Here's the deal. What, what's the uh what's the Batman line? You live long enough to what is it? With, oh, it says, yeah. uh, you die, you die, you die something. You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Something like that. There it is. All right, and here's that, the deal. You know, that, that that's a little preamble of what we're going to be rolling in with the Q-Man. He did do a movie reference, a little preamble. If you know what the answer is, go ahead and call 1-800-Tommy and Adam Hart, the name podcast. No one will answer, but go ahead and call. <laughs> Give it a shot. No, no, no. Here's, no, honestly, this is a theme that our subject that uh, evidently is going to have to require some uh, a little bit more time. I still disagree with all three of you. I, st- I, in, in this, not in, not in its uh, entirety. I'm just saying that they are some people that can separate. I have Michael Jackson music. Music. I have it, and it's wonderful music. But I'm just saying, it, 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 it's a little repulsive, just for me. That's just you know the way I'm, and, and we'll explore this theme or this subject in in a future. Uh, a Tommy and Adam special. I, my, my Michael Jackson's my, career. Yeah, like good that or one, bad. Thing, like uh, Rashad Shafir, that dude that did an interview would be something like that. Whatever that guy's name was, that dude from Britain, the Indian guy. That you know he did okay. the uh, okay. You never got to see that on CNN? <laughs> I don't watch a lot of CNN. You didn't no, see, I don't. I don't care. You didn't see the, the Michael Jackson interview? They played it on a VH1. Oh, no. You guys, you guys don't know. Let's just keep on going. Anyway, in 1977. Okay. I was 12 years old in 1977, Q. The number one album in the world. The entire world. The entire world. Wow. Eagles Hotel, Eagles Hotel, California. One of the classics. All-time classics. Wow. First appearance from Joe Walsh, right? Joe Walsh just got to the band right before Hotel California. Yep. Yes, sir. Kansas, Wichita native. Do you have, do you have a LP 
a vinyl of Hotel California? I do not. No, I don't either. Mm. I have I have the CD cover of the uh, of the uh, of the of that record. For record store day, you should uh, go online to your local uh, <laughs> record store and uh, order one. And hashtag and and hashtag the uh, the uh, Adam. Are you still there? I'm here. That's right. Hello. Okay. Okay. Good deal. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So Adam just came off the screen, but he's still on audio. So we're good. So yeah. Hotel California, new kid in town, life in the fast lane, wasted time. Adam. Yep. Yep. Victim of love. Victim of love. Yep. 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 The last resort. Adam, go ahead and mute your, your video there. Fantastic. Fantastic album. You know, you know, what's a really cool fact about this, about this time. This record was released uh, December, might have been released January. Came out number one. It was on and off, knocked out. January oh. as number one. January, okay. I think, a, a week in February came back up, and I and I was ima- I, I'm imagining it by whatever songs were being uh, were being released, whatever singles were right. being released, and then rumors came out. Rumors from Fleetwood Mac came out what month did that come out oh, i want to say february maybe march oh so they're out and competing once I'm one in, against I'm, the other i'm in the zone right so uh rumors came out was number one then boom they were numbered they uh uh, they were they were taken off the number one throne and the eagles came right back on for another five or six weeks and stayed at number one all the way towards like mid-may and then after that, the you know the 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 gig was up. So after that, is it, they, is it rumors like the most classic uh, Fleetwood Mac album too? Yeah, I believe so. Mm-hmm. And that came out at the, like, the same time, virtually. Yep. It's yep, yep. 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 Okay, uh, Jay, you coming in? All right, here we go. This this uh this is live, ladies and gentlemen, live. So this kind of things happen when we're doing this live. <laughs> yes, no, you're good. Okay, all right. Let me take, like my, let me take my stuff off. Man. There we go. Did did Fantastic. you send? Did you send me a note, Jay? No, you didn't this time. I'm good. I remembered. I remembered. Hotel California, 1977. Who would think about that? You know, it's on. It's on classic rock all the time. All oh, these. Ab- absolutely. So yeah, you got to see the Eagles when they came into town a couple of years ago. Yeah, right? they came into town. They sold out the Interest Bank Arena. I didn't have the best seats in the world, but they played Hotel California, which I thought was like their most acclaimed song. They played it like early in the set, like fourth or fifth song of the whole show. But I guess they have just fist loads of uh, classic songs. So they, they do it acoustic but with it the bongos and the congas and and the uh, no, Spanish it, it acoustics. Was, well, the, their intro had like a little acoustic intro that came to it, but then it was like full electric performance after that. It was great. You know anything about the Beatles? I mean, the Eagles, their cue. Uh, That's my name. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I mean, I've heard their music, but um, I couldn't pinpoint any songs for you. Okay. All right. All right. I'm just you know asking because I kind of was looking at you. I thought you wanted to chime in with something. I don't know. 
<laughs> no, no, but but that happened today in 1977. Number one album. Oh, I got it right here. Released December the 8th. I was wrong. I wasn't even in the zone. So, yeah. Famous birthdays. Born today. April you guys 18th. ready? Are you guys yep. ready for this? April 18th, right? Yep. yep. 60, 66 years ago. Actor Rick Moranis. Damn, he's 66. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Yeah. Is that the guy? Ghostbusters. Yeah, Ghostbusters. Wow. Yeah, yeah, Ghostbusters yeah. too. Yeah. The little the little horror factory or the little shop of horrors, I believe, too. A little, yeah. Fantastic. Movie was the end. My favorite movie is Spaceballs. Spaceballs. Oh. He was in Spaceballs. Yeah. Space. Space. What's... Balls. <laughs> Darth Helmet, right? Or whatever that idiot. Yeah, I think it's Darth right. Helmet. Darth Helmet. <laughs> ludicrous, ludicrous speed. I almost pissed yeah. my pants the first time I saw that. You haven't seen that guy in movies recently, have you? No, no, he retired. He's actually coming back to do another Honey I Shrunk the Kids movie. He's coming okay. out of the time. Yeah. For the Disney Plus stuff, I, I have no idea. I, I know it's coming out. I don't know if it's going straight to that streaming service or if it's going to the movies. But there's going to be another. I don't know if it's a reboot or if they're just adding on to what happened after Honey I Blew Up the Kid. But he's coming back and he's reprising his role. Mm-hmm. So that should be interesting. Wow, that's cool. He's going to be old as hell. He I is. think he retired to to be a good father or something and stay with his that's kids for a while. That wasn't like a social media hoax or anything like that? Nope. I mean, I don't know. That was real? I think it's real, yeah. Wow. I read it like two, I read it like maybe a month ago or something like that. Yeah. Well, there's no such thing as a new idea in Hollywood. So we have to rehash the old stuff and either redo them or make make more sequels. Sequel, sequel. The movie that, the movie I also liked him in that he was in, I think he was in with, uh, he was an FBI agent in, uh, with uh, Rick Mar, uh, not Rick Martin. Uh, what's this guy? Steve Martin. Yeah, and also another good movie he was in was the the Strange Brew uh, Canadian movie. Those was that was super funny. So those anyway. Bobby Doug McKenzie. That's what it was. Yeah, that, yeah. you know again, I'm not good at that the names part of, it, but that was really I thought it was super funny. Also today, 56 years old, Mr. Conan O'Brien. He was in the news recently. I think he was trying to like pay somebody off to get his kid into school or something. Really? During the social? Yeah, I think so. Social? No, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I think it was uncovered or something. I don't know. I don't have cable. Do they? Does he still on TBS doing a show? I have no idea. I don't know. Anyway, I think he's a funny guy. I just mean, I like his comedy. You know, I think he's okay. So, yeah. Corner Brian fifty six. Also today, today we don't have a YouTube star. Wow. We don't have an Instagram star. No. We don't have a TikTok star. We don't have an up and coming rapper, but we do have. Oh, good. And Andrea and Amanda Salinas. They turn twenty six. <laughs> Twins? No, Jay. Don't that, that, let's retract uh, that one. Let's retract that. Let's, let's retract that. Boing. No, they're. <laughs> They were in Little People Atlanta or Little Women Atlanta. <laughs> I the love twins? that show. 
Oh, Miss Judy! Oh my god! Oh, I would god. laugh so hard. And the, the number one character on that on that show was Miss Juicy. And you know, and this is a true story. I think I told Je- <laughs> I told Je- Monica would roll her eyes every single time she come into the house and see. That's the only TV show that I would religiously wait for to come on every single week. And then I would get pissed off when they would do the reruns, like for the week before, because they're trying to extend it. You know, because they didn't have that many things sure. filmed. And the, I found it. I found those little women that, you know, they were all sassy and, you know, they were, oh, you know, girl and Miss Juicy. And I said, oh, my God, it was perfect. And in Atlanta, too. The greatest show ever when it came to reality TV. I think so. The, the, so Andrea and Amanda Salinas are 26 today. Uh, they're they're the, the Mexican uh, little little women from uh, these are from Texas, these are twin little twin little women. They're twins. Yes. Uh-huh. They were, they're twins. Yeah. They were wow. they were twins and and it was it, you never got to see it. No, I've never I've no, never seen Little Women it. Atlanta. <laughs> no, I missed that one. Was that on the TLC network? Oh, uh, I don't know what the hell is on is T- TLC <laughs> for the Learning TV Channel. And it's always just six hundred pound people or funny it was super funny they had all kinds of drama going on they would get all sassy with each other it was like my wife's uh my wife's aunt likes to watch that show <laughs> so yep 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 and and that does it for today is not too bad not too bad a lot of content now now my favorite portion of the show strap strap in q all right you're in for you're in for a ride oh oh So why don't you go ahead and explain what the segment is to the queue before you get started? Usually it's just some sort of outrageous thing in the news. Tommy picked out a whole bunch of weird things and now he's kind of handed it off to me. Yeah. Factual. That wasn't my idea. It was Jay's idea. He keeps Mm -hmm. extending the, uh, the today is and we get a whole bunch of, I think you're doing a great job. Okay. Well, thanks. Dateline, Leeds, UK. Wow. All right. There's a woman there. Her name is Amanda Liberty. She'd recently lost a discrimination lawsuit against The Sun, which is a newspaper there in the UK. Okay. She, she claimed that this newspaper made fun of her sexual orientation. Okay. Poor thing. She's oriented because she is, as she describes it, an objectum sexual, meaning she is attracted to inanimate objects. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, I, find she... that, I find that wall over there so sexy. <laughs> Currently, so crazy. she is in a relationship with a 92-year-old chandelier named Lumiere. People are just people are just bored. People are just bored. Can can you see the the image of her kissing Lumiere on the? Oh my god! There, there she is. That is gross. Uh, isn't, it, isn't Lumiere? Isn't that one of the characters out of a Disney movie? I think that's the candlestick from uh, from Beauty, Beauty and the, the Beast, Beast. Right? Yeah, exactly. No, see if it was oh, listen, listen. If it was a candlestick, it'd be okay. But it's an actual chandelier. I don't it's know. It's a chandelier. It's way up on the ceiling. How does she get any, uh, you know, personal time with, with the chandelier? I don't know. 
previous she previously to that newspaper's claims of oh that it made fun of her it called her dim and dimmer instead of <laughs> dim and dimmer. but she said she previously said she was planning to have a commitment ceremony to show that her love is going yeah, to last yeah, with know, Lumiere. Mm, yeah, we know. But anyway, she lost her case since it's really only between two people of different types and not really That's an crazy. inanimate object. But anyway. Uh, not surprised, honestly. Maybe this COVID thing is just like reality's version of Thanos. <laughs> you think <laughs> so? Just, and just, just get, I mean, I don't know. Let me let me not say it because since I'm the filter here, I don't want to go off the walls. <laughs> if the filter goes off the walls, then we have a big problem. Yeah, I know. So let me just shut up. But anyway, the lady from the UK with a relationship with a chandelier. That was our hashtag. What the hole is for today. I thanks, Adam. I still say she, she would have been better with the candle, with the candlestick. That's just me. That's all. To I'm me, saying. it's just like you have that. That's that opens up like a can of worms. It's like relationship with like a butcher knife. <laughs> a butcher knife. <laughs> Where does that go? Uh, I mean, you don't want it to go anywhere. I don't think. I mean, listen. Reality is a suggestion. Okay, at this point, okay. if you can. If you can be in love with a chandelier, you might as well, you know, bring on the butcher knife too. <laughs> but you know what? Really, what the the uh, the best reality is? What that? The Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast, the wood that makes you feel good contest. That's the reality that we're living in right now. Hit it, Jay. Attention, podcast friends. Does constant talk of the coronavirus have you down? Well. Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast has got the wood to make you feel good. Super fan and woodworker extraordinaire Sammy Rodriguez has offered one of his handcrafted masterpieces to a lucky Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast listener. He's offered us a convenient, functional, and one-of-a-kind cell phone stand crafted in his own Kentucky workshop. Who wouldn't want a badass handmade cell phone stand autographed by your favorite podcast team? Just go to Apple iTunes or Google Play and rate and review the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast. Email the guys at TommyInAdamPod at gmail.com when you're done and you're entered to win the contest. Thank you, Sammy. And thank you, listeners. And oh yeah, wash your f- Hands. That's the Goma promo, promo, promo. The Wood That Makes You Feel Good contest is open to residents of the continental USA, Puerto Rico, Hawaii, Alaska, and two U.S. Armed Forces Service members stationed overseas with APO addresses. In short, it's open anywhere the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast and its contest sponsor can send this cool thing fairly cheap through the United States Postal Service. We're not f-
Amazon. It's free, damn it. Also, this podcast and its sole sponsor, who was extremely cool to lend his talent for free, are not responsible for anything. FYI, we're all broke, so it'll be useless to sue us. In addition, if a family member or a friend wins this thing, don't be pissed. It's who feels sorry for us and mainly listen to this podcast, or will make them feel guilty. Finally, if this contest upsets you in any way, get counseling. You may have some underlying issues. And there you go. There you have it. A wonderful, the wonderful commercial for... You know what? I'm excited, Adam, about when we get it either this week or next week. And Sammy mm-hmm. should fill us in next week when we get to sign this thing. Yeah, it's going to be nice to have actually have that wood in our hands. <laughs> Jesus. It's fancy wood. <laughs> you know, I haven't figured out how am I gonna when 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 I get the wood in my hands, how am I gonna pass it over to your hands? We're supposed to be social distancing. We gotta figure this uh, out. Yeah. We, we gotta only we knew a postman. <laughs> <laughs> we need to like uh yeah. talk to our man Q man over here. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so It is time for Do I go see it at the movies Or do I wait for it to come out on VHS With the Q-Man You didn't think we were going to bring in the Q-Man From Hollywood, California For just, you know, bullshitting with us On the Tommy and Adam Hart thing This... This young gentleman from, you know, from this vast land of incredibly beautiful people has something for us. Q, what is it you have for us, man? I got entertainment for you guys, you know? We're in the the corona age. Um, There's no movies in the movie theaters, which is strange because I don't think any of us have ever And um, everything's going straight to Netflix. You know, a lot of the movies that were supposed to go out to movies are going straight to Netflix. So it's just like, all right, what do we watch? So um, I don't know. Like, it's like, what's your flavor? You know, there's there's a bunch of stuff. We got like action movies. We got bad boys that just dropped, you know, on like video. We got 1917, that World War One movie. It's the bad boys, the... uh... The Will Smith, uh, Martin Lawrence. Will Smith and Martin. Yeah, it's Lawrence. the it's the third one, I think. It's the third really? one. Really? Yeah. Did, yep. did they go? Through, they go straight to uh, from the theaters to. Uh... Actually, it went in the, the. It's actually the highest grossing movie of this year. It made probably it was well on its way to making about like half a billion dollars at the box wow. worldwide, and this is the first of all the movies from the bad boys um, franchise that made this much money in this. Oh, so they're doing a fourth one for sure. Yeah. They definitely going to do a fourth one. They, they already have that in the books for now, but yeah, it made more money than any of the films combined. And oh, um, the best one. So a lot of people like the film. It's not my favorite. I mean, I'm a, I like the first bad boys. That's, that's my favorite one, but this one, it has a lot more heart. You know, compared to the other, the other one was just like 
the first one had good story to it, but it was kind of like lacking in, you know, um, character development and stuff. It was kind of shallow. The second one was just gratuitous violence and just sex jokes and all that. <laughs> and it was just like uh, money. It was just like, okay, the first one did well. Let's money go. grab. Yeah, it's just a, a cash grab. You know, they, they threw as much action in. You know, if you ever know what Michael Bay, he's a director. He did the Transformers movie. He's super yeah. flashy. He's like blowing stuff mm-hmm. up. That's basically all they did in the Bad Boys 2 movie. They was just blowing stuff up, dropping F-bombs, and, you know, gratuitous violence and stuff. And so here you got Bad Boys 3, which is like a breath of fresh air because there's actually a story behind it. You know, you got these two men that, you know, in Bad Boys 1, they were like 23 years old. Now Bad Boys for Life, part three, they're 50. You know, they're, oh, they should be long retired, but they're not. And, like, it's just a movie about their mortality you know they're, they're 50 years old this isn't a young man's game anymore and they should be thinking about retiring but yeah they're all... they're washed yeah basically and this, and this is on netflix no, 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 no it's not on netflix it's but you can you can rent it now you know it's no longer in the theaters now because you know oh, okay on but demand it, kind of... yeah it's on demand and stuff so you, you'll probably have to pay for it itunes probably charge like five bucks or something for it or something like that it would still be in the theater if the Corona thing didn't happen. But because of Corona, everything just got thrown to like Netflix or Amazon prime and stuff like that. But um, yeah, bad boys, it's, it's, it's an okay film. You know, if you, if you, if you like, if you like action, you'll get it. It's not heavy on the action. Like the other films are, it's not heavy on the gratuitous violence. It's more story driven now. It's more about like these guys coming to reality that like how like you remember in Lethal Weapon how they always used to say I'm not too old for this shit and everything. That's basically yeah. what the film is about. It's just like all right, we're getting pretty old. You know, we can't keep up with these new bad guys and everything. And they try to and they don't don't they kind of like address the oldness like yeah. they'll try to be hip or something and then they'll like kind of address it. The character will address it like, what are you talking about? You're not. Can't yeah. be saying things like that. He says stuff like that's like you see like the the kids that are saying nowadays, and like Martin Lawrence will address Will Smith on it every time Will Smith tries to like relate to the the youth of this. <laughs> At your age, bro, you're you're, you're not you're not a, we're not we're not young men anymore. That's basically like the that. theme of the movie. We're not young men anymore, and like they, it's I I can relate to that. It's, it's. I like that. I like where they were going with the film. I just the execution is kind of sloppy, in my opinion. But I like where they were going. They put a lot of heart in the film, and um, I don't want to give it away for people that haven't seen the film yet. But um, there's a pretty interesting twist, like they've never done before in these bad boy films, and it's like it's it's almost like kind of like like uh, if you ever watch like one of those novellas, like like re- or or. Or um, like uh, those dramatic. What are those those stories that come on early in the morning for old people? What are the they called? Soap operas. Yeah, you know how sometimes they have these dramatic climaxes, like they're just over the top. Yeah, Bad boys. Uh, I've only I've only seen the Spanish novellas. You know the the Rosa de Guadalupe. I need amor. You know those kind. I I don't. You know that's well, how, that's how Jeremy that's how Jeremy learned actually Spanish by watching those things. It's one of those ways. Yeah. <laughs> well. It's it's like that. It has like a huge twist, like, and it's just, it's kind of like unrealistic. But a lot of people like dug it. They thought it was pretty cool. They opened up the door for part four and stuff. But um, it's it's an okay film. You know, a lot of people like it. I thought it was meh. But 
I think it's worth a watch if you haven't seen it. If you like Bad Boys One, if you like Bad Boys Two, this is kind of like a brush, breath, a brush, a breath of fresh air, you know, for the franchise. I think yeah. they could have did it a little better, but it's I, I I do recommend the film. So if you're like home and you're bored, bored, you know, and you want to like check out something that just came out, you know, Bad Boys is probably a good way to go. You know. So so for this one, we won't wait for it to come out on VHS. With this one. Nah, this one we actually worth going to the movies to watch. It's, it's worth it. It's not like the Star Wars movie, which you should wait till it comes out on VHS. You know, this one is. <laughs> Why would you have I'm to bring sorry, that up? We, we, you know, let's let's just move on to the next one because that's we don't want to we don't want to <laughs> go into that theme right now. We covered that back in episode whatever it was. Go ahead. What else you got, bro? Um, uh, we got. Uh, have you ever seen? Uh, you ever heard of the movie Nineteen Seventeen? Uh, the World War One movie. They're in the like, trenches. Like World War One movie. Um, it's it's honestly, I heard about the film. I didn't see it in the theaters or anything. It won a ton of awards and everything. And I was just like, you know what? Let me give the movie a shot. It was directed by Sam Mendes. Sam Mendes directed the uh, 007 movies with Daniel Craig. I forgot Skyfall, which I liked. And so I was just like, you know what, let me give it a shot. It's actually an interesting movie. It's a two-hour film, and it's a single-shot film. Like, there's no cut. Yeah, that's what I heard. There's no – they didn't – they would. They did it all in one take, basically. Explain for a dumbass like me what a single-shot movie is. Is that like the witch, the Blair Witch where they, you know – it's just like there's no cut. Like, you know how you cut a film to change the angles? You know? So it's just like basically you press play and you just basically follow that person throughout the entire movie. You never stop one time. You never stop to change the camera side or or the camera angle or because it's raining or because something happened in a distance or someone forgot their line, you just keep going forward and you don't stop until the movie's over. So that's basically what it is. It's just a two hour film of a single shot. So it's basically like you can't they get Jay-Z it. They did one take. One take. One take. That's it. So my wife watched it. She said it was really good and she's not really into war movies. So my wife watched it too. She hates war movies. I told her we were going to watch it. She wasn't happy about it. At the end of the movie, she was crying, and she was just like, "I can't believe I liked that movie, but it was freaking awesome." It's wow. a good you, movie. you just you. I mean, Q, you just told her straight up. Figure it out. I mean, honestly, you just <laughs> yeah. told her figure it out. We're going to watch this damn movie. Yeah. Watch the movie. I think you'll be impressed. It has incredible music. The cinematography is like, if you're into that kind of stuff, it's like incredible. Like, I think my dad's last favorite war movie was Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> Fabulous movie. This movie but, is not Inglorious Bastards. It's not gonna I be, loved it. It was great. No vibe at all. But it's it's entertaining. It's just like first you're just figuring out like throughout the entire movie, how did they there's no way they could have shot this straight for two hours. Like right, right, no right, way. Right. Like there had to have been like a camera trick or an edit or they had to piece it together somehow because it's just like how did they do it? But you're watching the film and you're trying to figure out where they could have like stopped the film, and you 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 can't figure it out. You're like, wow, this is this is incredible. So and is it, it a really good movie, or is it a, an accomplishment in like making it, it look like it's all one shot? I'm not gonna lie, it's probably more of an accomplishment than it is a good movie. But it's still a good movie, though. It's it's not on the lines of Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan is like one of those. Wow, 
right. movie was just like it was wow because mostly because like the cinematography and because it was only, what they were able to do with it. What they were able to do exactly. You're like wow, that's what made it like oh. I have to check it out. I have to check it out. I'm not super into war movies, but I'd like to see that. Is no, that, I think you got to rent it, right? It's worth it. Yeah, you got to rent it. It's you, it's something you got to rent. Um, but it's definitely worth the rental. It's just like, it's it's pretty, it's pretty good. I mean, it's pretty good along the lines of like I've never seen anything like this done before. Mm. Especially the set pieces are huge, like huge, and you're just like you're wondering how they did this with the camera because some of the stuff that the characters go through in that film. The camera's following them, and it's just like, how is the camera following them and doing all these things? Like, it's just, it's trippy, and you don't see no. So it's one of those movies that you kind of have to know that it was shot all in one take, so you can also it's like in your mind subconsciously as you're watching it, so you almost, so you can like almost like it better. Yeah, it's just okay. like, it, it's 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 crazy because you 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 think about it and you're like, all right, single shot film, but when you're watching it. And seeing like the set pieces, like he's running through a field and there are thousands of soldiers behind him getting blown to bits. There are cannonballs, like, and there is like debris flying all over the place and people dying and stuff and body parts getting decapitated. And you don't notice the special effects. You don't notice no computerization. You just see this and you're like, how are they doing this? Like, how are they like ripping people apart without cutting the film? And you see people getting stabbed. And like it's it's just it's 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 like it's it's just like a strange it's it's, it's I just I, there's no words for it. If you see the Sound. film, watch it. It's hey, worth Adam, it. you know what I was thinking? You know what I was thinking about? What's that? While he was describing that, what M- Metallica's one. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> that's your reference point. That's he's, the only he's thing that he's describing the music video to Metallica. Yeah, that's exactly what he just described right there. I mean, it has to be a great movie if it's associated to something like that. Well, there you so, go. Yeah, I don't know Q, if, so yeah, I don't know if it has the same so, soundtrack though. So now, Q, now that's paying pay per view or or on demand, whatever it may be, What's right? How about the cheapos like me that are paying, you know, the minimum for Netflix and uh, want to see something that's either watch it or stray away from it what do you think all right so we got like uh what's the guy who played thor again chris hemsworth chris hemsworth he has a movie called extraction coming out april 24th okay Um, no one's seen this movie yet so but it's it's a netflix movie straight to netflix it's an action movie it looks it looks Along the lines of the Born Identity type thing, if you like that kind oh, of that, vibe. Yeah, yeah, that was a good movie. Yeah, it has that vibe. It has like the action vibe, uh, espionage, uh, one man versus the whole town kind of vibe. You know, he's a big dude. He He's combat trained. He knows a little bit of Kung Fu. He's jumping from building to building. Wow. He's trying to protect this. He's trying to, I think it takes place in like someplace in India or something. And okay. he's trying to protect this young kid. And Basically, the premise is get this kid out of the city. And basically, it's just like all his superiors are like, you're not going to be able to get him out of the city. There's too many people after this kid. This kid is dead. The best thing you can do for this kid is put a bullet in his head, you know? And he's just like, I'm going to get this kid out. And the kid is scared. He's just like, are you going to leave me out in the street to die? And the guy's like, no, I'm going to get you out of here. So basically, he's like this one-man army. And it it sounds cheesy, kind of corny, like back, like, 
freaking old school Sylvester Stallone kind of film, but it, it it looks like judging by the trailers, if you want to watch the trailers, you can watch it on YouTube. It looks like it has heart. Like he's going to basically bond with this kid and the kid's going to, you know, mean something to him. And, you know, he's basically, basically to the point where he's willing to give his life for this kid. That's what it looks like. But the set piece mm. is incredible. You know, it's in India and they, you see him jumping from rooftop to rooftop. There's helicopter explosions and, you know, there's pretty women, you know, and not like women walking around in thongs and stuff, but, you know, just, it has all the, all the, all the pieces for an action movie, you know? And it's just like probably What's it called? movies that'll help you just pass the time and stuff. And it's going straight to Netflix. So, I mean, the only thing you're paying for is your subscription. So it looks like judging from, I haven't seen it, but judging from the trailers, you know, it looks like it's going to be a pretty good film. So I would, I recommend checking it out when it comes out. And so, it's called what? Extraction. Extraction. So, you know, so you, you said something that interests many of our viewers, of our listeners, uh, pretty women. Uh, how many of them are there? Do you know? <laughs> so are, and are they hot? I mean, the thing is, like, are they Kate Upton hot? You know, that kind of, you know, or are they kind of like, you know, girl? Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, no, she doesn't look like Kate Upton. She's a very. Um, Who is it? I didn't get the name. I didn't. Whoever. I didn't. I didn't get the name. I didn't. Go ahead. What? I didn't get the. What's the name of the chick? I have no idea what her name is. It's a huge Middle Eastern name. You have to is look. It? The- is it the chick on Deadpool? Deadpool's girlfriend? <laughs> no, 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 no. Her, she's now she was I, hot. I know her name, like Mirage. Some burb, I don't remember her name. But yeah, I know she it's not her. She's not Middle Eastern, I don't think so. Well, it's, I'm gonna be watching extraction. I'm gonna extract myself to the front of the TV and check it out then. You you'll like it. It's 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 definitely gonna be a guy film. But does does, be- does does bad boys have hot chicks in it? Yes, a lot. Oh, <laughs> a lot. They, it's in they, Miami, they, right? South Beach. It takes place in Miami, so you know they gotta have that. So, all right. Do you, do you have by any chance a rating system for these movies? Uh, Bad Boys Two, two and a half stars. Nineteen Seventeen, three and a half. Uh, out of five? No, out of four. Oh, oh okay. I wow. use the four star rating, you know. So, Nineteen Seventeen is pretty good. I, I, I. I if you don't like it, you could personally call me and say I suck. Cause I mean, honestly, <laughs> I, haven't met, I haven't met anyone that I don't like movies like this. Like that's I not think my. Our, I, I think our listeners say that part for me. <laughs> so I, I don't me, know. I think, I think your listeners will. I think they will uh, agree with me. I think they'll be like, "Yo, you know what? 1917 was. It was pretty good." It was a pretty because I was I, w- I wasn't really thinking since this is the Tommy and Adam Hard to name podcast using stars you know that's a little played out I was thinking that we could use like a rating system like the top like the to replace the star the top one would be like Sofia Vergara you know I'd give it you know like of, you know and, and and like the lowest one would be uh, Oprah when she was in the color purple so it would be like. <laughs> You know, oof, oof. So, uh, that would be like the rating. The, the rating system would go from there. You know, it'd be uh, Sofia Vergara, uh, Kate Upton, then Salma Hayek, and it just goes down. You know, okay, Salma Hayek would be like the four star for me. You know, Whoopi Goldberg would be right in right in the Earth's crust. Like that's the, that's <laughs> she, would be, the so she would be above or below Oprah in the color purple. 
Chilling. You know what? Oprah looked pretty bad in that movie. I, I don't remember how. <laughs> I don't remember how either of them looked. I just know they both were terrible. That film. They're, they're both. It's that's just they're both scraping the bottom. They're they're in the Earth's core area. So that's wow. pretty bad. <laughs> I don't hey, know. He said it. He said that no movie has upset me. Maybe that last Jedi movie. I haven't watched a movie as bad since. So. I really can't well, use them. I agree with you. Quincy, I know you're a big fan of the Tommy and Artem Hard to Name podcast. I invite you to, uh, to uh, if you haven't heard it, which I highly doubt, but, you know, we did cover that. I, I, I know you're busy out there in Hollywood, but if you get some, some chance, uh, check out that episode where we cover the, uh, and then you'll know what our sentiments I on do. that. I do. I would so, love to hear about it. I would love to hear it. It's called uh, The Rise of New Metal. <laughs> yeah, The Rise of New oh, Metal. Oh, yeah. That's the Star Wars piece. Yeah, yeah, that's the Star Wars synopsis episode. <laughs> All right, well, you know, that, you know that's what I'm talking about, man. This was a great segment, man. I loved it. I loved it. Expert. Yeah, I'll have to check out the those. I'll have to check out bad. And you know what? I never saw Bad Boys One and Two, mm-hmm. but I have to watch it because I think it's on Netflix, mm-hmm. so I can watch Bad yeah. Boys One and Two, yeah, and then go ahead that. and go for the third one. Yep. Nah, I never saw it. Uh, you, it's your fault. You never let me watch it. I was too young. But you were watching stuff like 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 a Super Bad, and I didn't even know about it. You know? <laughs> yeah, but that was later. Yeah, I, you know, I didn't even know about. That. I mean, you know that Jeremy was the one that that you know the first time that I saw Family Guy was the Star Wars remake movies or the that series. And Jeremy's explaining to me, he said, oh my God, this is crazy. And he was talking about like the guy who's the molester that loves Chris. Mm-hmm. And he was talking mm-hmm. about uh what's the what's the uh the sexual fiend uh, he knew all the oh Quagmire. Quagmire. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, why do you know this? And Jeremy's like 14 or 13, what oh yeah dad you know? like oh. <laughs> Man, it's like father of the year again. What's going on here? How did what I happened to your parenting it? skills? I don't you, you're letting him watch all this garbage? That's why I got the, <laughs> that's why I got the big boss upstairs. Oh. <laughs> and I thought that was funny. I said, that's funny. You can't watch that no more, but I started watching. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That was, you know, do we, we do we watch it in the movies or do we wait for it to come out on You know what I was watching this week? That uh before uh I was on Amazon Prime and I was watching, uh, I want to say, Sheila, the Amazon, uh, the Amazon girl from Planet X. That was on. Where do you uh, find these things? Where do you find these movies? What is that? That was on Amazon Prime. Huh? What year did that come out? Uh, I think in like 1972 or something like that. Sounds like it. It was very, it was a very compelling movie. Did it have a, a one-shot scene where it was just the whole movie was done no, in one had, shot? They had a couple of – they had no had a bunch of shots, but they was all concentrated toward the chest area. I don't know what it was, oh. but it was, it was one of those uh, – I don't know. It was, it was, it was a, space, a space adventure movie. It was better, though. Than they, it was better than, than uh, The Last Jedi for sure. What so, rating do you give that movie? Oh, shoot. I give that a uh, – I want to say – uh, I gave it about like three Kate Uptons is what is what I gave it. So. 
three Kate Uptons? Yeah, it was, yeah. You know, no, no, no. I thought no. you were going to say three Oprahs, maybe. No! <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 I'll tell you what I gave it. I gave it I gave it three uh, Jennifer Lawrences is what I gave it. That's how good it was. Um, so, anyway, yeah. Okay. So it wasn't, it wasn't definitely, no, it wasn't, no, no, it was no Oprah in the color purple. No, absolutely not. So, yep. So, thanks a lot, Q. That was... Do we watch it in the movies or do we wait for it to come out on VHS? It's a hell of a segment name. (laughs) What do you want me to do? I came up with it last minute. I know. I said that's what I'm saying. It's a hell of a segment name. He's giving you credit. He's not chewing your ass right now. Oh, he's saying saying, good job. Lately, I just can't make any, you know, I I can't make any sense of what, you know, what's going on. Sometimes I get all lost. So what time is it, Jeremy? It is my favorite part of the show. There we go. It is good times, bad times. Fantastic. Tommy. Adam, you want to go? You want to go back to the UK? Again, we have a good. We have a good story from the UK. Okay, ninety-nine-year-old British World War II vet. He's on. Yeah. They're on lockdown over there in London, right? This okay. guy gets encouragement from his daughter. Says, she says, "Hey, I need you to go out. I need you to get exercise." He gets out with his walker and he walks his path, his little fifty-foot path in front of his house, just to get a little bit of exercise. And okay, she encourages, yeah, 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 I see some of those, so, so that footage she, they got out there. She encourages him by saying, I'm going to give you a pound, you know, their currency. Right. For, for each for each pass that you're able to make. And hopefully by the end of the month, you'll get to 100 and you'll get 100 pounds. So he has a bit of incentive. He gets out there and then they put it out into the media, into the social media. Okay. okay. And, then, and then TV stations pick it up and ultimately... They raised $22 million. Holy Lord. That people, they started a, uh, like, like a GoFundMe type thing. That's pretty awesome. And, and people started contributing to that. And all that money is going to the British healthcare Research, workers. Right? British oh, that's healthcare awesome. Workers. That's, that's cool. Yeah, that's good times, that man. Fabulous. That, that is, is a good times. Good time. I heard, um, I, I read, um, was it today or maybe it was yesterday? Um, that they were, there was a, a petition signed that had like 50,000 or maybe 500,000 signatures to knight the, uh, knight the, the old that, man. That dude. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. I need to start so, paying attention to the news is what I need to be doing instead of watching warrior Xena from Amazon, whatever planet X. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But we also had bad times time there, Timmy. Oh man. Listen, <laughs> listen. We had. It was bad enough that we were going to go see. We had a. We had a child born to a comedian, Amy Schumer. You know Amy Schumer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She, I know she is. Yeah. Yes. She had a child. She does. She talks a lot of nasty stuff. Yes, she talks about her vagina a whole lot. Ew. (laughs) Anyway, she had this child, and for a while we had a child named Jean. Attell Fisher. That was the child's birth name on his okay. documents and everything. Gene Attell. 
Yes. But then it was pointed out to her that it sounds too much like genital fissure. <laughs> and she changed the name. This plastic, this perfect name. We had Gina, genital fissure walking around amongst us. This new young baby. Are you sure that's bad times? That sounds like good times to me. That's bad times that we lost genital fissure. Oh. <laughs> that's comedy gold, man. Now it's, now, it's, up. now it's Gene David Fisher, and that's no fun. Bad times. We lost so a great name. Up, man. That is so messed up. And if you've been listening to our <laughs> podcast for the past, uh, what, three, four episodes, you know that we end it now with the good times and the bad times. Adam, do you have anything else, my brother? I hope not. No. I don't think that tonight. <laughs> no, we're done. <laughs> Genital Fisher. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, do you have anything else? No, nothing, nothing, nothing. Oh, man. I just want to thank the Q man for, you know, for being on our show today. Q, thanks so much. You did did a great job, man. You definitely, man. You'll be back. Hopefully, you'll be back on the Tom and Adam Hard to Name podcast available on your favorite DSPs. And you can send us an email also at Tommy and Adam pod at gmail.com and let us know if you enjoyed. the Q-Man segment. So thank you, sir. We really, really appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. All right, man. We want to thank all our legions of listeners, our fans, and whoever else subject themselves to this podcast. We really, really appreciate it. Remember, we got a contest going on until episode number 25, right, Adam? That's correct, sir. Next week, we're going to have a master woodworker, Sammy Rodriguez as our guest. So, uh, you know, make sure you guys uh, tune in uh, Saturday. What you got planned today, Adam? You got anything? Any? Any? Man, my wife has uh, some. It's gonna be sixty degrees today. Well, we're, you know, we're locked down, so we're hanging around the house. But I don't think I'm gonna get out and try to do some yard work. You know, you know all about that. I know. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yep, I, that's what my plan is. Well, not my plan. That's a widow's plan. But yeah, exactly. I think we're gonna bake some bread too. We've been watching. Uh, uh, some bread baking on uh i went to the commissary to get some uh some some yeast and there was anyway we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that next week so we, we gotta keep going right now sorry i just get lost i get lost at the moment again uh uh keep in mind life is not that serious catch us on spotify google play apple itunes and now on alexa and other dsp platforms activate that little notification bell etc 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 I'm Tommy Martinez. And I'm Adam Tate. And you were listening to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast. Remember, play it often, play it loud, but play it. Farewell. And until the next time you hear from us, keep it like bad company as you rock steady on out.
Tommy and Adam Hart to name podcast is produced by Datacoba Promotions. ABC, always be cool. Rock and roll. April the 18th, 2020.